Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Wednesday morning, and I woke up this morning early, parked in a truck stop between two reefer trucks. Those are refrigerated trucks that have a motor on the front of the trailer that fires up repeatedly to run hard, cool off the groceries, and then it shuts off. So they're noisy. It's like sleeping between two really bad bands. And I got up pretty early this morning, couldn't get back to sleep, and started sifting through the news trying to figure out what, you know, what, which way were the winds blowing, to the right or to the left? And the best I could understand was, really, it's nowhere near being finalized. Democrats got what they were pushing for, uh, a drawn-out, dragged-out election um, Pennsylvania shut down their poll before they'd finished counting, claiming that their machines were jamming up and they were, would resume counting this morning at 10 a.m. Another state isn't even going to finish counting until Thursday. Um, they're insisting on waiting for mail-in ballots to come in. I'm very suspicious that the Democrats have done this so that they have time to manufacture the votes they need to secure a victory. And I wouldn't put that past them at all. Now, a lot of us around the world are watching this election very carefully. And and the reason for that is the United States is the last stronghold of genuine liberty on the planet, as most Western countries have already slid into soft socialism. And you know what's really remarkable, a thought that occurred to me, is the more socialist countries like Canada, New Zealand, and Australia become, the more we're starting to look like China. Think about that. Why is it we're starting to look an awful lot like China? And I just thought of that Christmas song. It's starting to feel a lot like Christmas. But no, it's starting to feel a lot like China here in Canada. It was China last year that showed us what a heavy lockdown looked like, what curfews looked like, what mandatory testing looked like, mandatory face masks. And we're starting to see all those things in Canada. China has, you know, a mandatory app on your cell phone that monitors your behavior, your activity, your financials, everything. And that gives you your social credit score. And they've added an app on the phone for contact tracing. So if you've been in contact with anyone who is COVID-19 positive, your phone turns red. You must go home and self-quarantine. Uh, an extreme level of control over their people. And that's also coming to these soft socialist countries. So it's very frightening because right now in China, um, they are at war with religion and particularly Christianity. They're busy just bulldozing and tearing down churches. They're locking up Christians in, in prison. And their prisons are not like Western prisons. They don't go there to watch TV and get three meals a day. And these Christians are being locked up. The reproduction of any religious materials. If you have a sheet of paper you want copied and maybe it's got a Bible verse on it, that's against the law and the penalty is prison. So they are at war with Christianity. I find it very interesting how much we're starting to look like China. And I'm wondering how long it is before the Canadian government goes to war with Christianity and starts bulldozing churches, locking Christians up. We know that they've already built the camps. 
they're already in place and it says the wording in the documents for, for purchasing these camps is that it's not restricted for COVID use only. It's open-ended so they can use it for other things like maybe locking Christian up. Who knows? Who's to say? So we're watching this election, hoping and praying that Donald Trump remains in office. It gives us four more years of hope. Maybe we can hold on. Maybe we can get through this. And uh, oh, it's. I want to give you a little bit of encouragement, though, because... You know, whatever way this election works out, it could work out against us. It could be a, a Biden-Harris ticket, which would be devastating to so many Americans who are out there in droves, worshiping in the streets, praying, praising the name of Jesus, um, turning to God in prayer. I, I think that America has really shown heart in this election for God and country. And because of that, you almost get the feeling that they deserve to get another four years with Trump. They've earned it. They've, they've gone and they've prayed and they've rallied and, you know, God will, God will bless them now. But our ways are not God's ways. He sees things that we don't see. We're assured of two things. We're assured that whatever he does, it will be for our good. First of all, Papa knows best. He's going to do what's best for us. Maybe not what's comfortable. Maybe not what makes us happy but certainly what is best for us. And the second thing is that God is the one who places leaders on their thrones. If God wants Trump placed in the White House, there isn't a thing in the world the Democrats can do to change that. It just won't happen. So be of good cheer. God is going to put the right person in the White House and if that happens to be Biden and Harris, then we know that God has a plan in that. And maybe the plan is our refinement through suffering. That through suffering, we will be drawn closer to the Lord. And we will discover deeper avenues of prayer and of abiding in the presence of the Lord, of turning to Him with faith in our moments of need. God is going to do what's good for us. Not what's pleasing, not what makes us happy. He's not one of those um, workaholic parents who, out of guilt, spoils their children. He's a loving father, and he's going to do what's best. And if we require discipline, we get discipline. If we require nurturing, we get nurturing. So throw yourself in God's arms no matter what. And remember, ultimately, there is a king who is on his way right now. He is coming to set up his throne and rule and reign. And there isn't a person on the planet who can push him off that throne. He rules in justice and righteousness and man, oh man. You know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like you and I have been living in a garbage can just one of those beat up old tin garbage cans in the garbage dump. It's smelly, it's foul, and filled with rot. And we're, we're being invited to move into a mansion. Leave the garbage dump, come on up to the mansion. Life is about to change radically for us, for the better. We just have to endure whatever we're going to have to go through for the next little while. So I encourage you to be strong. Don't be discouraged. If it does end up a Biden-Harris presidency, 
then don't be discouraged. Just think, man, God thinks we can handle this. Then he won't give us more than we can handle. We know we can handle this. So let's roll up our sleeves and prepare to stand. And, and I'll tell you what, you need to be rooted on the rock now because the winds are going to start to blow pretty hard and challenge us pretty intensely. And the, the chaff will be blown away, but the wheat is going to remain. So um, I, I want to encourage you, even if Democrat chicanery looks like it's winning, looks like it's stealing the election, they can't. They can't pull God's will away. They can't go outside of God's will and do their own thing. So... Thanks for joining me. I hope that you're encouraged and strengthened. We're going to get through this. We're going to be out on the other side in the sunlight with beaming smiles, knowing that we'll never have to go through this again. God bless.